0: On today's episode of Come Pray With Me, I will be talking to Ms. Rajanpreet Kaur, the Senior Media and Communications Manager of the Sikh Coalition. The Sikh Coalition is a nonprofit dedicated to combating discrimination and protecting religious freedom. She will be sharing what Sikhs believe, how her job promotes understanding and visibility, and ways you can get involved. Welcome to the show, Ms. Carr. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us today.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here.
0: So my first question is, how long have you worked for the SIC coalition and what do your tasks there consist of?
1: So at the SIC coalition, I am the senior media and communications manager. Um, I've been here in my full-time role since 2018. Um, And the Sikh Coalition is the nation's largest Sikh civil rights organization. Um, And the work that I specifically do on the communications team is um, twofold. So firstly, contributing to our legal advocacy um, and education work, and then also um, leveraging the media to raise the Sikh American profile and add Sikh perspectives um, to the mainstream. Um, and then in addition to that, I'm also leading graphic design, uh, social media, and digital work for the organization.
0: Wow, that's pretty incredible. You definitely have a lot of different hats you wear there. So what ways does the Sikh coalition advocate for religious freedom?
1: So um, we're coming at this topic of um, protecting uh, the civil rights of all Americans and specifically um, working to protect a constitutional right to practice your faith without fear from a couple different avenues. Um, and so it's an education where we're um, creating safer schools. It's an advocacy and legal work where we're preventing hate and discrimination. Um, we're creating equal employment opportunities. And then the community perspective is empowering um, sick communities and the Sikh American public um, to be proud of who they are, um, to practice their faith f- freely and proudly, um, and then also educating the American public about the Sikh faith and our traditions. Um, and actually, so the Sikh Coalition was founded in the aftermath of 9 11 um, by a group of volunteers who saw of the violent response against. Americans that was happening across the country. Um, And so in those days, this group of um, sick Americans decided to take a stand um, against the civil rights abuses that our community was facing at the time. Um, And now we are entering our 20th year as an organization. um, And we've transformed into the largest advocacy um, and community development organization in the US. And so Again, we're using multiple approaches to address and combat hate, um, which is our legal support, working with policymakers and working with um, sick community members across the country to empower them um, with the knowledge and tools to practice their faith freely. Thank
0: you so much for the work you do and for the work that the Sikh Coalition does. Mm-hmm. And i dedicating this episode to the sick community and it's because of people like you and the coalition that I started my show since I saw and heard some of these things that were going on to people in the sick community and it was really upsetting to me and I just thought to myself if these people that spew all of this vile hatred just took a few minutes to sit down, And talk Mm -hmm. to these people that might have different ideas from them, they would realize that there's really more in common than there is different, and that just because someone's different from you doesn't mean that it's a bad Mm -hmm. thing. So, I just wanted to let you know that and how much I appreciate it. Of course, thank you so
1: much for sharing that. Um, I definitely agree. You know, we are a nation that is made up of. Um, so many different people, different backgrounds, different faiths, and um, at the end of the day, we're all, we're the strongest when we stand together as a nation, and that means accepting um, people just as they come, no matter what they look like or what they believe in.
0: So on the topic of these misconceptions, what are some of the most common misconceptions about Sikhism that you've encountered?
1: So we do a lot of Sikh awareness presentations um, at schools, at companies, um, at uh, law enforcement agencies, etc. And actually one of the biggest things that people have no idea about is that Sikhism is the fifth largest religion in the world. And uh, people usually know up to number four So don't realize how many of us there are. And I think along with that as well, there's um, an estimated about half a million Sikhs living in the United States. But many people also don't know that we've lived here for more than 125 years. In fact, the first Sikhs to arrive in the United States was on the West Coast. The first Gordhara or Sikh House of Worship was built in the early 1900s in California. Um, And since then, we've been contributing to Every aspect of American society. And then I think the last one um, I'd like to point out is about our visible identity. Um, And so people don't realize that 99% of the time when you meet someone um, who is wearing a turban, they are in fact sick. Um, And so if you do come across someone who is wearing a turban, and um, I definitely encourage you to go up to them and ask them if they are sick and to just strike up a conversation because. Um, as you said earlier, it's important that we get to know uh, one another and that we accept one another for who we are. And I think education is really an important first step in learning that.
0: I agree. I appreciate those points you made. And I didn't realize that they've been here in the U.S. for so long. But it is a quickly growing religion with about 25 million followers around the world. and definitely growing faster and then they make up two percent of the entire canadian population so really having a strong presence worldwide now and not just in india like a lot of people might assume at first glance yeah
1: in fact the sikh diaspora is actually very very big and very strong um whilst the sikh religion was founded in um, current-day Punjab, which is northwestern India, um, and modern-day Pakistan in that region. There is a really wide Sikh diaspora, so we are spread out uh, throughout the entire world. What does it mean to be a
0: sant Sipai?
1: To give a bit of background, in Sikhi, there are three pillars, and these are um, the daily principles that we live by, the three daily principles that we live by. Um, and they are nam which means to meditate on God, kiret which is, um, truthful living and earning honestly, and ban which is serving humanity. So along with these principles, all six are expected to serve humanity while also focusing on their own spirituality. Um, and is, it's a, this idea, which means, Um, roughly saint-soldier is who we should aspire to be. And so that's someone who is internally focused, um, but also contributing to the world around them.
0: That's definitely an interesting concept of being both saint and soldier. And I feel like that contributes a lot to Sikhism's history of activism, including fighting for equal rights, as well as ensuring that people were treated fairly, like when you had the the Longar service. It was very much revolutionary when it first started happening, since people of all these different castes were sitting right next to each other and sharing food and conversation, which was pretty much unheard of
1: at the time yeah yeah building off of that at the time um when Sikhism was founded um casteism was very prevalent in South Asia and so uh Sikhi really believes in the idea of oneness um and so we don't discriminate against anyone for any of their identities so um what they look like where they come from what their job even is and Lunger at the time as you said was really revolutionary because Lunger is saying um, that we are all equal. And so a big part of Lunger is also everyone sits down together on the floor um, to eat and the meal is always vegetarian so that um, anyone can eat it uh, and there aren't any restrictions there. But this idea of everyone sitting together on the floor at that time uh, was really revolutionary, again, because of the caste system, which was prevalent in South Asia. Um, and it's the core you know, pillar of Sikhism today, this idea of oneness, this idea of we are all equal.
0: So what are the five Ks and what do they mean to Sikhs?
1: The five Ks, uh, which is what we call them shorthand because they start with the letter K, um, but otherwise the five articles of faith are what distinguish someone who has um, formally committed to the faith by accepting initiation and so the five Ks are Gesh, which is unshorn hair, Ganga, um, a small comb, gara, steel bracelet, kirpan, um, a religious article, which is which almost resembles a knife, and kachera, uh, which is a slightly longer type of underpants. Those are the five Ks. Um and six really cherish all of them uh because they see them as a gift from God. Um, And although the turban is not um, one of the 5Ks, sick men and women who do um, keep unshorn hair uh, do wear the turban to cover their hair. And you might see more men wearing the turban than women, um, but it can be worn by both.
0: That's a good point. And that's another misconception I noticed a lot is people automatically assume that the turban is a sacred article of clothing it's not but then it protects something that is sacred underneath which is cash the hair
1: exactly yeah and at the time as well um when sikhi was founded uh turbans were typically worn by royalty in south asia and so it was another way to show again um no one is above no one is below we're all the same we're all equal And so by taking that, it was um, another way to show that. And again, yeah, people wear it to um, cover their unshorn hair as a symbol of respect to God.
0: Would you mind talking a little bit about uh, sick last names and how those have challenged the caste system historically?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, So the name typically for men is Singh the last name, and the last name typically for women is Gore. Um, so my name brief Gore, Gore is my last name. Um, and again, this is uh, another way to show how we are all equal in Sikhism. Um, at the time, many people would be able to be identified of which caste they belong to by their last name, and so by giving everyone. The same last name, sing for male, um, gore for female. It was another way of showing how we are all equal, how we are all one.
0: So, what are some of the ways that people can get involved with the Sikh Coalition and help them on their mission for equal rights?
1: So, um, depending on what you are interested in, what you would like to do, there is multiple opportunities to get involved. Um, I think. The one that is most critical is directly supporting the work that we do through volunteering Um, and we have multiple opportunities for people to volunteer with us um, across our program areas so legal advocacy um, education community development communications Um, and so if you're passionate about justice about Equality, um, please do sign up to be a volunteer. You can do that by going to our website. And for us, our volunteers serve as extensions of their own local communities. Um, And then I think the other way to get involved with us is um, if you're a student specifically, you can always intern with us. Uh, We typically release our internship applications in the spring for summer internships. Um, and again, those are on our website under career and internships. Um, but we do also at times have opportunities during the fall and spring semesters. Um, so I encourage you to reach out if you would like to get our, involved. Our um, contact is uh, info at And if you just share a bit about um, who you are, what type of work you would like to do, I'm sure we can find a place for you.
0: So, what ways has the SIC coalition given back to the community since its founding?
1: So, I think this really lies in, um, again, the crux of each of our program areas. And so, um, I'm happy to break them down. In terms of our work to create safer schools, um, we firmly believe that everyone, every child deserves to be able to go to school and to have a safe and healthy learning environment. And so, much of our education work is about... Um, promoting Sikh inclusion in school curricula. So for example, um, getting Sikhism into state standards nationwide, where states do use um, education standards to form curricula, and then also preventing bullying in public schools. Um, We want to make sure that Sikh youth feel proud of who they are, that they have pride in their identity and their background. Um, And so That's educating teachers, that's empowering parents to reach out to teachers, that's also working with kids themselves to help them feel confident um, with the overall goal that, you know, six students can go to school and focus on learning and thrive. And then I would say the next part of our work is um, around equal employment, equal employment opportunity. Um, And this work is with the core idea that you know, if you are sick or whichever background you belong to, you should be able to pursue the career of your dreams. Um, and so we're working to end employment discrimination in the workplace um, so that you being a sick, you keeping your hair and wearing a turban does not serve um, as a barrier for you. Your faith is not a barrier for you to um, succeed in your profession. And another core part of our work is uh, preventing hate and discrimination. Um, and so this work is with the idea that all people deserve to live in a world without hate. And so um, fighting hate crimes when they happen, providing legal support there, and then working with policymakers around the country at the state, local, and federal level to ensure that um, hate Crimes are in fact being tracked, that data being reported when hate happens, that local police departments are, you know, if they document that an incident with a sick, whether bias is involved, is that information getting tracked? Um, and so all of this work is towards, uh, building a world where, um, we can fight hate and we can fight discrimination and we can hopefully be in a place one day where, where fully preventing it. Um, I think the next part of our work is the work that we do directly with the community. And so um, much of this work is making Sick Americans feel proud of who they are um, and confident in who they are. And so that's working with community members um, in their own communities and teaching them how to go into uh, their local elected officials office and Um, advocate for what they need, um, asking them to host sick awareness presentations at their child's school so that their child can um, have a safe and inclusive learning environment. And it's working with community members from all works of life, um, promoting leadership so that they can lead this work forward and have that impact at the local level in in engaging in grassroots work and building community and raising sick awareness. And then I think the last part of our work is raising the Sikh American profile. And so much of that work is, with the work that I do, is working with the media and ensuring that sick perspectives are included um, in whatever national conversation is happening. Um, and so part of the community aspect of this work as well is empowering community members to tap into local issues, to pen op-eds, to give interviews um, on what is going on in their community, so that when you hear about an issue, you can hear the sick perspective from it as well. But the last part of our work, I would say, is um, the work that our legal team does in um, in courtrooms, essentially, and that is you know, reacting to cases when they happen. And so if it's a hate crime case, it's an employment discrimination case. We fought many landmark cases over the year in each of these areas. And so it's continuing to use um, litigation when we need to protect sex civil rights. And so um overall, I would say, I think the impact we've had has been in each of these departments. So impact we've had in the education space um, working on policies and with elected officials um, working at the local level with community members to empower them and um, providing legal support free legal support to those who have faced um, bias discrimination and then coming at it from the media perspective as well and um, raising the Sikh American public profile I would say we've had um, landmark victories and all of these different areas. And I encourage you to uh, visit our website at sickcoalition.org um, where we kind of further, better detailed outline uh, what these initiatives are, um, what work we've worked on in the past, where we are now, and where we're headed.
0: So I believe earlier when we corresponded through email, you mentioned you were working on a pretty big project for the a coalition that involved um, educational programs at schools?
1: So um, a campaign that we've launched a couple weeks ago is the sharing six stories campaign. Um, we launched this around back to school. So about mid August. Um, and so when we do our education work, one big part of that is working directly with teachers, um, educators, Um, at the state level as well, to ensure that Sikhi is being taught in the classroom. Um, And so the one part of going about making sure that that happens is creating state standards and working towards state standards that include Sikhism. but then when, when states do include Sikhism and it can be included in the classroom, we work to actually make sure that is because you can have something with standards, but it might not necessarily be taught in the classroom since teachers get to kind of pick and choose what it is that they want to teach. And so this campaign was specifically about empowering uh, sick parents, specifically parents of elementary school kids to reach out to their teachers um, and ask them if they could do a virtual book reading of a story that includes a sick character Um And we did this specifically because children's books are often a way to help break down barriers and um, introduce new topics that kids might not have an understanding of. And so we partnered with a few authors who have written children's books that feature sick characters um, and work to get those authors into classrooms um, with sick kids so that in that way, um, the child's classmates and teachers could then learn about Sikhism. Um, and we've been able to do many successful readings and we're still continuing this initiative as well. Um, so actually if you are listening, you are the parent of a sick child, you can go to our website and sign up for this opportunity and have an author come to your child's classroom for a reading. And then in addition to all of this, we're actually also donating those books to um, all the schools that participate.
0: And representation is so important. And then I love the idea of doing it through kids books, since books are sort of this universal medium and they can make a more complex topic easier to understand, especially when you have a character you can relate to since sick children can see the character and they can relate to them because they're also sick, but then other kids see the character and they might find other things that they have in common. And then that helps them to understand people that might be different from them. That's exactly
1: it. That's exactly what we're hoping for with this campaign as well. Um,
0: My last question is, do you have any prayers that you would like to share with the audience today? I was thinking
1: about this and The idea that I've talked about earlier, this idea of oneness in Sikhi, i really like to emphasize. And so to expand on this idea, in Sikhi, we believe that people of all faith worship one divine being who created this world and who lives within it as well. And so this idea that the divine is equally present exists for all people because of that, we then believe that everyone is equal in the eyes of God. Um, and that's what forms the idea that we don't discriminate against anyone based on their gender, their caste, their ethnicity, what, whatever their social identity might be. So uh, the prayer that I'm thinking of is um, part of a Shabbat. A Shabbat is a hymn or a sacred song that comes from our scripture, the Guru Granth Sahib Ji. The Shabbat is a little long so I'm just going to share the first line. Koheleitam ram, Kudai, seve and in English this roughly translates to um some call the lord ram, and some kuda, some serve him as kusaya, others as allah. The Shabbat then continues on to share um the multiple ways that people worship, but ultimately the message that um, it's sharing goes back to this idea of oneness and sticky, and that at its core, we're all worshiping one divine being who created this world and lives in it with us. And so, this Shabbat, this part of Gurbani, I hold really close to my heart um, because I truly believe in its message that we're all one. And I think, especially living in the time that we are, when people are very divided. I think this message is uh just really important in reminding people that despite the differences that we might have on the outside, whether it that is the color of your skin, um, whether that is who you worship, how much money you have, where you live, whatever those differences are, at the end of the day, the divine exists within all of us. Um, we are all worshiping the divine as one. And so this idea that we are all in community. And I think it's just really important for a time like right now, when so many of us are quick to divide and to just remember that at the end of the day, really, we are, we all are one.
0: Really beautiful sentiment. Did you have anything else you would like to talk about on the show today? Uh,
1: No, I think that's it. Um, I think just thank you so much for having me and um, giving me the space to share a bit more about and the work that the CIC Coalition does. Um, again, if you would like to learn more about the faith, um, if you would like to get involved with the work that we are doing at the organization, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can always reach us by email. You can reach me personally, actually, at, if you email me at cicoalition.org for information about any of our other work or to get involved. Um, you can email info at sickcoalition.org and someone will definitely be in touch.
0: If you would like to learn more about the Sikh Coalition and their fight for religious freedom, visit www.sikhcoalition.org for more information. The Guru Granth Sahib is the major religious text of the Sikhs and can be found for free online with English translations at www.shrigurugrants.org.